welcome to issue number 95 of the Bad Gary Funky Podcast. Before we talk about all the nerd happenings that have been going on this week, let's introduce our massive, just our, the biggest cast that we have ever had on any Bad Gary Funky Podcast ever. Right now. Joining us, we have Doc Chris. Prep yourself for lots of bad jokes and lots of puns. And that's it. Done. That's all we got. That's it. That's it. Uh, tune in next week, folks, and we'll be, uh, no, just kidding. I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy our lively conversation as we start off with many a talking points, uh, starting off with the King, uh, Doc Chris's Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5, 2.5 remix, whatever it's called, collection release. 3.8, lots of other decimals. Is, no, they don't go up to three. They never go up to three. No, they haven't. That would, they would never go up to three. Why would they ever do that? Imagine if they just skipped to four. That would be the greatest marketing scheme of all time. <laughs> like, Yo, Ari, we're going four, man. Yeah, so we have Kingdom Hearts HD Collection just got released. Um, lots of people have been waiting for this, mainly in anticipation of Kingdom Hearts 3, which will be released, as we said, um, at some point. Um, maybe. 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 Who knows? Who knows? Um, they released uh, 2.8 not too long ago, which contains uh, a couple of smaller playable games. But the kind of Mac Daddy of the whole thing is this PS4 collection that contains uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, 1, 2, uh, and a lot of the other mobile games like, uh, I believe it was Dream Drop? No, that's, that's from 2.8. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chain of Memories. Yeah. And what, 365 over 2 or something along those lines. Yeah. Um. Was the other one Birth by Sleep? Yep. Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, uh, Kingdom Hearts RE Chain of Memories, which is the card based battle game, uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix, a lot of Final Mix, yep. a lot of Final uh, Mix. Kingdom Hearts 358 over 2 days, <laughs> and Kingdom Hearts RE Coded. RE Coded. Recoded, RE Coded, whatever. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's Recoded Kingdom Hearts. It's a thing. Um, it's a thing. Yeah. So um, I was actually awaiting on. Uh, me finishing up Horizon, which I finally did, to move on to Kingdom Hearts. So that's kind of probably going to carry me like well into when the next nice. title I'm interested in comes out. Um, but so I just started Kingdom Hearts one, uh, yeah. and it's kind of funny because I thought I was like, all right, I've probably started this game like four times in the past, and I'm much older now. I've played a lot more video games. I must be way better at this game than I was before. No, you're not. Not at all. This game is <laughs> like it may be Disney characters, but it's like. Probably one of the more difficult games. Okay. Um, oh, so much. It was that freaking Alice in Wonderland boss was kicking my ass hard. Oh, I remember that. Dude. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, he's got these crazy long arms, and there's like, you can't hit him. You have to jump up to hit him, but you can only really hit him if he goes to attack you, which means you're trying to hit him in the middle of him hitting you, and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But having fun with that right now, one thing that's really weirding me out is that uh, a lot of the textures of the actual. Um, enemies are different they change kind of the color scheme of yeah. some of them like the very first um kind of real main one of the first main boss battles you get when you're in traverse town is this um this dude with all these different components he's like a giant knight do you remember that one? Oh yeah yeah the knight I mean, he used to be like he used to be purple and now he's like clown colored oh i thought he was blue or blue where he was some i i say purple you know like a lavender of some kind yeah but it was yeah. some sort of dark color and now it's like like circus colors he's all sorts of different colors that's interesting um, yeah pretty similar in um in the tarzan world when you're fighting clayton and you find out he's like riding this chameleon thing 
Mm-hmm. The chameleon has like crazy stripes and is like bright green. Well, I remember hearing, I don't know if there's any validity to this, but it was a while ago that they actually had to rebuild Kingdom Hearts 1 from scratch because they lost all of the assets. <laughs> that sucks. So that could like attribute to like this these different color schemes where it's just like, ah, what color was he? I don't know. I don't have time to go through this. Yeah, make him clown colored. Yeah, it's just kind of funny because everything, kind of all the Heartless used to have sort of a uniform um, kind of color palette, shall sure. I say, along there. And it seems like they kind of <laughs> blew that away a little bit. And you're just like, yeah, I don't know, YOLO. We're just going to make this whatever color that we want. Yeah. Which is good. Um, it's also kind of funny because, you know, walking around the world, I'm now used to a, you know, PS4 graphics things. And it's funny because, like, you have painted walls, like, around worlds that are clearly the background. Oh, yeah, um, sure. yeah. But the frame rate's still super fat, super high, so it's like really clean camera motions, <laughs> yeah. but like really crappy textures that you're walking on. Oh no, yeah, I'm. I can't wait. Like, I I ended up picking it up, and I can't wait to dive into it. Um, it's been taking up most of my time, and no, I don't have video for it, so you just have to keep on watching Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Zelda on the Switch, actually. Um, yeah, dude, it, it's just great because, like, especially with this like beast that's sitting right next to me right now. Hi, yeah, I'm talking about you. How you doing? Um, I don't have a lot of time to just like sit on my giant ass TV that I bought specifically for gaming. So now I just use this teeny tiny little screen and go into <laughs> crazy worlds. Um, it's just like a lot of fun just like being Lincoln like for like an, having an open world. It's very it has like a mobile game mentality where I can pick it up for 15 or 20 minutes and just be completely satisfied with that and want to go Duh. back for another 15 or 20 minutes because it's all just like. You know, you, you go, you search for a shrine, you get to play the shrine, like solve the puzzle. And whoever designed these shrines is just fucking fantastic because they make you feel like you're Captain Kirk every single time. <laughs> because there's the easy way to do it, and then there's the hard way, and the hard way is the most, like, logical-looking, like, tedious, you don't want to do it. And then there's the Captain Kirk way. Uh, so <laughs> I actually found an even more cheaty way to be the uh, shrine that I hated the the most. So there's a shrine where like you get there's a giant marble or giant ball or boulder or whatever you want to call it that drops into a maze that you have to tilt your controller to get it to the end. What? And then you have to do a flip move. So you have to like use physics to bump it up so it can go down the chute to go into where it needs to go to unlock the door to beat the shrine. God damn. Um, I found when I first did it on the Wii U, because I'm replaying it because I got on the Wii U at first and then I just got lazy and I didn't want to have to reposition my Wii U every time I sat on the couch. <laughs> so I just bought a Switch. I just paid $300. So that's, that's, a, that's a reasonable, that's, reasonable purchase. That's for a such reasonable, reasonable purchase reason. for that reason. <laughs> um, so I ended up, um, the way I did it was at first is I found out if you flip the controller upside down and start the puzzle, um, it thinks that's the right side up for the controller. So then you can turn it upside down. And on the back of that board was just a flat surface. <laughs> so I was trying to like do the flip move with the marble that way. And I did it the first time on the Wii U, like, you know, a lot easier than the actual way. And then when I was playing it again on the Switch, I realized that I had the time stop power. And if you stop an object in time and you keep on hitting it as hard as you can, eventually it'll shoot off in that direction. So I ended up figuring out that I could just shoot it off it, to the edge of the the shrine and just get it within like five minutes instead of <laughs> forty five minutes. That's one actually. Like, yeah, I actually heard of I actually heard of that particular shrine in that people are like, oh, it's cheating, but then the developers are like, well, it's actually 
kind of a sandbox the whole game so yeah. like we kind of want you to find weird uh, like ways to almost intentionally break the game mm-hmm. to do so it's a game that seems like it's it's meant to be broken if that makes any sense that oh, you're supposed totally. to be able to do whatever you want so that's kind of that's kind of funny i'm glad you i'm glad you cheated <laughs> oh yeah no it's it just like it feels good man um the combat like they, they make you so the shrines you can cheat on but the enemies are tough like, I have to, like, grind a lot to, like, just stand up to where I'm supposed to go. And I've yet to do anything main story mission outside of the tutorial. <laughs> so that's always cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little bit of what I'm playing. And we just didn't have time to do a podcast on either of these subjects just because, you know, not everyone got it. And, you know, we're so divided in terms of what we're doing right now. Like, Dave and Serge are actually at Star Wars Celebration. So yeah. um, they're having a good time. They're tweeting it up. Follow follow us over at bad County funky on uh, Twitter. I don't know where else and you Instagram something and Instagrams. This is Instagrams. Instagrams and that, that too. Just type bad, bad County funky into something and you'll probably get us except for that one thing. That's not us, but don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> don't, don't just don't. Um, so the other thing that's kind of going on right now is we have the prey demo coming out actually real soon on April 27th, which is one week before launch. Um, you'll be able to play the first hour of the upcoming title, Prey. Now, we got to see a little bit of it o- over at PAX East this year, and yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm really excited to play the first hour, um, mainly just to possess, you know, um, toasters and inanimate objects. I like that in the tech demo that we watched, the main thing they wanted to do was inhabit a banana, but not mm-hmm. only inhabit a banana, but actually make that banana be inhabited in space. In space. So you are controlling in space. You were controlling a possessed banana in space. Um, I am going to stream the demo and I'm going to title it Bananas in Space. Done. 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 And everyone will understand what's going on. Everyone will know because that's just fucking awesome. Nailed that (laughs) immediately. Um, Moving right along, we have uh, casting news from the wonderful Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts too. Jude Law is now being cast officially as a young... Dumbledore. What's his first name? Albus Idris Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore. He's young. Yeah. Um, I don't big know how fan. I feel about this. I'm happy about it. Yeah, I'm. I mean, yeah. I'm not a big Harry, Harry Potter fan to begin with. Um, I think. Well, then you can leave your own podcast. I can. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I just Harry Potter never really did it for me. I love Fantastic Beasts though. Um, yeah. So I am kind of excited to see. I, maybe I just like prequels more than the original stuff. <laughs> not Star Wars. Not don't, don't. I didn't say that. But yeah, no. um, it's just interesting to see, kind of see how where things were before. I was kind of like kids. F- yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I just don't like. I just don't like Harry Potter specifically. <laughs> like Ron, I'm okay with. Malfoy, I'm okay with, especially now that he's on Flash and he's not a complete tool. <laughs> he's on Flash. Yeah, he's on the Flash. Malfoy's oh, yeah. on the Flash, and um, <laughs> he spoilers. He, um, so he was originally the bad guy, but he was being brainwashed and didn't know he was the bad guy. And then mm. well, as soon as he realized it, the brainwashing kind of like broke and now he's a part of Team Flash and he oh. is pretty cool because he's just like this like kind of angry, but kind of doofy at the same time English guy who just like <laughs> is getting over his hatred for Barry because in the beginning of the season, he hated Barry with a passion. Um, but anyways, Dumbledore. I was hoping for Ewan McGregor as, as young Dumbledore. Uh, you know, 
I kind of see them as <laughs> Jude Law and Hugh McGregor is almost interchangeable. <laughs> but in a Jude lot of Law cases. can't get a beard like you and McGregor. Uh, no, and that's he the can't. key to Dumbledore. Yeah, but he's going to be young, so he's not going to have a beard, man. Oh, he has to have a beard. Not a long nah. beard, but he has to have a beard. Nah, he's going to be beardless. I'm calling no. it right now. Just put this. No. Well, because he has that show. The, here. He has that Pope show, so he has to be beardless for that. He That's can't true. Grow a beard. That's actually everyone knows that Dumbledore's nickname was uh, Pope, so it's actually Pope. it's actually a whole tie-in together. The beardless the young Pope. Dumbledore, the that beardless a, Pope. That's what it was. Which is great. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of. Uh, I I do really like Jude Law. Um, yeah. I think I think he's a really good choice for the decision. Um, I'm a little sad we're not going to see Colin Farrell back as uh as Grindelwald, and that is actually just Johnny Depp. I right. Like I thought, I Colin like, Farrell did a great job. Oh man, I thought he was a better he was a better version. Certainly uh, better then, looking. Yep, you know yeah. it. You heard it here, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Judging Dang. harshly based on looks. That's what we're doing yeah, right now. Absolutely, but you got to do that Terrible. for the movies. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> speaking of judge, judging harshly based on looks, <laughs> uh, Josh Brolin officially cast as Cable in Deadpool 2. Um, this is interesting. I was talking about to someone uh, about this at work specifically. Um, he is about four comic book characters right now. Ridiculous. Thanos is going to be Cable. Um, he was in Sin City, a dame to kill for. Oh yeah, and he was also Jonah Hex. You can't can't keep him down. Was Jonah Hex another Frank Miller? No, no. Jonah Hex is um, older than Frank Miller. He was like a pretty pretty old idea. I don't remember when specifically what year, but I know like maybe he actually. I'd like to see Frank Miller work on it if he hadn't hasn't already. Um, it looked like it had that similar kind of Sin City esque vibe to it. Well, it's just because Josh Brolin was in it. <laughs> that could that could be a thing. That could be a thing. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, like the, the comics were a lot better than Jonah Hex. I just did not enjoy that. I, I watched maybe twenty minutes of it, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> I'm okay." Um, I don't know. What, how do you feel about this? A lot of people are kind of upset about this, and a lot of people are really liking it. So, like, we were almost at a point where, like, maybe there was a chance of the two universes coming together. Like, probably not, but, like, it was still up there. But then, mm. you know, the whole Quicksilver thing happened. Yeah. Now I think this is, like, you know, not a thing. Like, this is kind of digging more of a hole and separating the two even more because he's already in there. You know, um, I also also I also thought that Pierce Brosnan got cast already because of those promo photos that they posted. Okay. Well, they also did it for what's-his-name from, um, what's it called? What's that movie called? With the thing, with the with the avatars and the blue people, they had avatars that were avatars. What was the name of that movie? Yeah, uh, it wasn't avatar. There was blue people, avatars, Smurfs. Smurfs, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, no, the 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 guy from Avatar, and he was in Primeval and stuff like that. He was supposed to be it. They were thinking for a while, hmm. and then um, Ron Perlman was in the running for a while. Yeah, he wanted that gig. Yeah. He won that gig hard. Yeah, he did. I mean, Josh Brolin is is good for the role. I think a lot of people are really upset because he's Thanos currently at the same exact yeah. time. It's more of a politics thing than a right for the role thing. Right, right. I mean, So I think he is right for the role. I think he is right for the role, too. Uh, I just think Ron Perlman is just too old, unfortunately. I mean, if you're, yeah. too, if you're too old to do more Hellboy, you're too old to, to do this. <laughs> Come on. Uh, oh. Yeah, go, go focus on some Hellboy 3 for me. I, I would love that. Uh, I do agree. Uh, we have in chat uh, Adam saying that there are better choices. I think there are better choices, but I think this is good because he's already proven himself to be able to play a straight man 
across from like you know Will Smith and Men in Black Three. That's true. Um, and that's what you're going to need because Ryan Reynolds is going to be all over the place. So you just need to be able to keep a straight face. <laughs> I wonder if that's what they did. They just had to like Ryan Reynolds being crazy and then just seeing who laughed first. And then whoever laughed first got the boot. That was the test. That was the test. And and I bet you Joshua <laughs> just stood there just like straight faced, just angry. <laughs> that's I'm pretty sure. I mean, a, a lot of people with the, the Thanos thing, they're like, but he's Thanos. You know, what does this mean in terms of Deadpool going over to Marvel Cinematic Universe? Does it mean it's not going to happen? Because um, it might just be too ridiculous. To that, I would, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, he's the voice of Thanos. You know, he's mo-capped face for sure, but that's about it. You know. That's true. We already have Benedict Cumberbatch being every character in uh, in Doctor Strange. It's very true. Very, very <laughs> so. true. So, I mean, we'll ultimately see. It's it's a lot of people, I think, are forgetting that, like, in video game or video games, video game, comic book, like, nerd-based movies, people are just, like, multiple things all the time. Like, Michael Keaton is Batman and Vulture now and Birdman. And Chris Evans was Human Torch and... Um, uh, Captain America. I can't believe I we don't got, like the most important fucking one. We don't talk about Fantastic Four anymore, dude. The, but no. those movies were better than the, than the reboot <laughs> that came out. That's, I mean, you know, not saying much, but not saying still, much. Just, you're, that's, you are correct. That's that's for sure. I didn't think it could get any lower than those Fantastic Four movies, and then, and then another Fantastic Four movie <laughs> came out, and there went the career of Josh Trank. Uh, that was a good use of Doug Jones, though. Just the shame it was this really shittily directed, yeah. really crappy script. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we'll see how this kind of goes. I just don't think he has the frame for it because Cable's a pretty big dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I was kind of looking forward. I don't know. So I'm very confused what those Pierce Brosnan photos were because I was kind of looking forward to like a really old, grizzled Cable. Yeah. Would have been kind of cool. Well, you yeah, know, he's pretty old. I mean, you know, he's no spring chicken, Josh Brolin. That's true. And who knows what he's going to look like when he gets all white hair. But he's not a Bond. That's we would true. have had James Bond being Cable. That's Damn true. It. I don't know how I feel about a, cable, a British Cable, though. Oh. I mean, there's Actually, no rule that says he's he can't be British, but I just don't know. <laughs> how bad would Pierce Brosnan butcher an American oh, God, accent? About as bad as Stephen <laughs> Wilson butchering an American accent. That's true. I would assume. Uh, G-Block uh, can pull it off, though. He was in, uh, in in Spy. Oh, wait. He's not. Wait, never mind. I don't know why I was thinking of this. Um, it's definitely Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. <laughs> Mixing not, not our Jude two Law. movie things. However, in Spy, Jude Law did pull off a good American actor. I mean, I mean, some do. Some actors really do. Like Benedict Cumberbatch, I thought, did a great job. Although it was a little too Hugh Laurie-esque for me. I think he just binged a lot of House and just said, I'm going to yeah. do that. Um, Speaking of other, other things in news... Great segment, Greg. Thank you very much. Uh, We have the Battlefront 2 trailer leaked uh, a little bit earlier than intended. Uh, Pretty cool. Nothing too surprising, right? It was only like not even a minute long. Um, We have the the great multiplayer kind of scenes. It said in-game footage. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. um, I mean, maybe for a cutscene for, you know, that single player campaign that yeah. is everybody loves from the first battlefront yeah sure <laughs> that's what i that's one thing i am hoping for battlefront 2 is a as a single player campaign um because there isn't one for the first one but see, what we do uh, see in here oh god you know i'm just hoping for i don't know 
it to actually grab my attention for longer than four <laughs> battles. That's true. Yeah. Um, but we see in it, we see that there will be uh, fights, looks like, from the original trilogy, as they mm. have Darth Maul on the cover. Mm. Um, and then also some stuff from Force Awakens. Yeah. Dude, so and it looks like you could play as Yoda, too. They're teasing that a little bit. battle for two, you must. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, wondering yeah. what they're going to do with Darth Maul, if they're going to get Sam Witwer to do the voice of him in this. Just because hmm. I'm, I'm a super nerd like that, and I'm a big Sam Witwer fan ever since uh, Battlestar. Does um does he do the voice of him in um oh yeah the in Rebels? Yeah, that was actually he does such a good he just a great crazy fucking Darth Maul who's just like off his rocker. Um, in Rebels, he is literally just like jumping around or not jumping, hobbling around, just like trying to get Obi Wan Kenobi. That's his sole purpose. Everything he does is to track down Obi-Wan Kenobi and kill him. And the great part is, uh, spoilers for anyone who's not caught up on Rebels yet, he fucking finds Obi-Wan Kenobi and and old Ben just slices him with effortless, effortlessly. It was <laughs> phenomenal. Because you're expecting this big epic showdown, right? Like you're expecting like um, another duel of, of the fates. And then you kind of just like realize that like, you know, Darth Maul has been cut in half for years and then reassembled himself, has lost his mind and hasn't been doing any training. Meanwhile, Obi-Wan Kenobi has been sitting on Tatooine doing nothing, nothing but training. But training. <laughs> <laughs> so like when it first happened, because it was literally like uh, Obi-Wan took two slices, cut his lightsaber in half and then cut him. Order might be a little bit different. That's it. And um, Prepare to meet your doom, my little friend. That was it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> great. Uh, but yeah, he does. He does great voice acting. Uh, I was worried because he is has been pretty much a pretty boy for a lot of his career, and there's been really going on that. So I don't know if he could play like a, a crazy old Sith, but he did, and it was fucking awesome. Um, Dope. I don't know if I'm going to get Battlefront two though. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm full disclosure. I'm probably going to get it. Yeah. I mean, I probably will because everyone will just like peer pressure me into getting it, and then I'll play it, and then I'll be like, why did I get this game? Oh, but, oh, I will. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I expect it. <laughs> it's gonna happen now. Um, and we're gonna get a, actually we're gonna get a full trailer on the fifteenth, two days from now. Ooh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably when they actually re- release something concrete from Star Wars Celebration. Yep. I would assume. Um, actually, a fun little, little Star Wars tidbit. Now, since we're on the subject and all, and we have plenty of time. Um, on Good Morning America, apparently they were going to re- announce some big Star Wars movie or <laughs> or news, or so we thought. So our Star Wars correspondent Dave, the Bearded Menace, watched the entire show, only to find out it was one of those Omaze things where you could like win a chance to go on set, and that was it. Yep. Um, I was I I have never laughed as hard in my life as when was he like, was like, guys, it was an Omaze thing. It was two hours. <laughs> two just hours. waiting for. A video of Mark Hamill, quote unquote, talking to Daisy Ridley, except you can blatantly tell they definitely shot it in two different days. Oh, God. Oh, God. I didn't even bother to watch it. I just love that Dave had to I watch it. I watched it. Yep. Oh, it was, Sat through the whole goddamn thing. It was great. I'm sorry you had to do that. I'm not really sorry Dave had to do that. That's fine. If someone had to, it might as well have been Dave. Yeah. Oh, no. My head's cut off on the overlay. That's okay, because we're moving right along to the next part. 
Which is, guys, it's the Transformers The Last Night trailer. Last we Did left off, Mark Wahlberg found a fucking Transformer. And it was fine. It was great. And they're making another one. I, I finally watched Age of Extinction last week. How'd you feel about it? Um, I half paid attention and I was okay with it. I'm pretty sure you probably caught everything. You missed nothing. <laughs> I missed nothing. I, there was yeah. one point for, I think it was for like maybe 15 to 20 minutes. I went outside with my dog and just like made sure she didn't like leave the yard. And, and I then came, you came back, back and nothing really happened. Robots are still fighting. I am like convinced that movie was originally like they've been working on the fight scenes for years and they put that all together and, and animated the whole thing. And then after the fact, they wrote the story and just put Mark Wahlberg in between the fight scenes to fill the gaps. Oh, sure. And now they have Anthony Hopkins for for uh, more narration. Oh, God. Dude, when you have that Michael Bay money, you can just shell it out. Right. Yeah, that's the only way you're getting Anthony Hopkins. I thought for sure that Anthony Hopkins retired years ago, and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's in everything. Thanks a lot, HBO. Yeah, thanks, HBO. Brought him out of retirement. I, th- I think he would have been fine just being retired. Like, I love Anthony Hopkins. Like He's a great actor, but like this is just making me so sad that he's in this movie. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, really. Um I mean, the, the only, like, I, I think once I started watching Age of Extinction, like, I kind of understood how ridiculous Mark Wahlberg's character was supposed to be. Yeah. And it made it a little more kind of, uh, I don't know, not redeeming, but a little more tolerable, I'll say. I mean, he, he was about as ridiculous as uh, Shia LaBeouf, at least in the third one. That's true. By the end of that, they were like, all right, he's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. He's an annoying kid. So let's make him a grown-up annoying adult, except he's not actually Shia LaBeouf anymore. Yeah. He's Mark Wahlberg. He's Mark Wahlberg. He transformed. Engineer and inventor extraordinaire. Hey, I I built a robot that barks and he doesn't call 911 or anything, but it's fine. It's cool. (laughs) Oh, man. That movie's so bad. (laughs) I was so happy I watched it, though. I was like, this is terrible. It's like getting to that point where, like, you kind of, like, it's getting to Fast and the Furious, like, level with me where I don't watch those movies anymore expecting them to be good. I watch them to see how ridiculous things will actually end up being. Like Fast and the <laughs> Furious, like they're throwing cars at each other now and oh, like yeah. the rock has a broken arm in one scene and all he has to do is get out of the cast and it's fine. He does use the rock. He has that kind of power. Yeah. And, and to get out of the cast, he has to flex specifically. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the only way to do it. And the, in these now I'm just looking forward to seeing like how much more ridiculous Mark Wahl- Wahlberg will get. Um, I don't really care about the Transformer aspect. Actually, I found myself tuning out when the Transformers were fighting and when the people started talking again, I came back in like like Stanley Tucci. Randomly, like, <laughs> someone has to tell Stanley Tucci that he's better than this. He's oh, he's so wonderful. And he's a fantastic actor. Badly in that movie. One thing yeah. that's funny about the Transformers movies, um, especially like the second and third one, um, they're very, very violent. But mm. because his robots were okay with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I think I finished the second or the third one. It begins with Optimus Prime like ripping out another robot's spine. Oh god! And it's like, oh my god, that was really cool. But if that was actual people, this movie would be rated like NC seventeen. I know, and parents would, would be like rioting in the streets, <laughs> and all of our like Mortal Kombat cartridges would be burned. It would be terrible. <laughs> um, but guys, it's fine because we we got to go help Optimus Prime. We can't we can't let him kill him. It's okay. Oh my god. 
All right, I'm I'm done with this topic. This is, is, is <laughs> I'm just watching this trailer more. Like, go, keep on looping. I'm getting more and more sad. Uh, brings <laughs> us to the trailer that we all want to talk about. Really, um, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I've been sitting on that for a while. Uh, the Thor Ragnarok. Like, what a mm. what a fantastic trailer so far. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited, but like now, like I don't know. Like I saw it and I was like, this is great, and Fucking, what's her name as the bad guy? Kate Blanchett. I can't believe that's Kate Blanchett. Yeah, it does not. I was like, oh, look, they got a no name person. Yeah. But now, now that I'm looking at her, I'm like, oh yeah, that is Kate Blanchett. But like, I never found her attractive before. Now I'm just like, hey, how you doing? She, I know Optimus basic, Prime. She's basically the inverse of Galadriel. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. So essentially, what we're seeing in this scene, this is to me essentially. Thor. So it's like it's Planet Hulk, but they replace Hulk with Thor. And then they put Hulk <laughs> in it anyways. Um, he gets kidnapped, right? And he gets thrown in this gladiator style kind of environment. They have the super 80s text going on, all that awesome stuff. Um, and they they cut his hair off. They got freaking kick-ass music going on. They got the immig- immigrant song, right? Yeah, immigrant song. Yep. Uh, they got that going on. And so good. they tease us with the, with the face-off of Thor versus the Incredible Hulk. And like when you're rewatching it, they you actually see that he has like a Captain America kind of shield. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. It's painted. That's funny. Here, I'm going to put it back a little bit for everyone. Sorry. Um, you'll see it. I'll even oh, pause. Yeah. Oh, I paused too late. What am I doing? People are listening to this on iTunes are just like, what the fuck is he talking about? He's not pausing or anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you see he kind of has a little Captain America shield going on there, which is really cool. Uh, the only thing that I do not like about this trailer is the we're friends from work joke. Oh, I think that's great. I don't know if he would make that joke though. Like Thor would, would do that. Yeah. You know, you know, like, you know, like he's been, I mean, he's been on earth for a lot, but he's going back and forth, back and forth. And he's, Oh, we're friends from, I don't know. I just don't buy it. It's, it's a Taika Waititi movie. So it's, it's like, there's going to be some ridiculous jokes like that that are like super non sequitur. Um, I love it. I love it. I loved I when I first heard that he was directing this movie, I was like, what the hell? Wait, who's directing? Um so Taika Watiti. Wait, what has he done? So he uh the he is one of the like maybe twenty comics that are in New Zealand that all are it's kind of like a very like incestuous thing where like they all like pair off in different groups hmm. so like uh he has been paired up with jermaine clement from flight of the Comics. oh yeah i love jermaine yeah so they had kind of a comedy comedy duo over in new zealand and they actually pitched the new zealand actually has a lot of great incentives for um making movies hmm. so he and jermaine wrote this movie um called what we do in the shadows uh which is basically a mockumentary uh about vampires living together in a uh, in a house in New Zealand, oh and it is way funnier than it ever should be. It's like one of the funniest movies I, I, I saw have to in twenty fourteen. Amazing! It is so tremendous. It's like I was like, you know, what? I'll watch it because it's the dude from Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Like, it's got to be good. And then I pissed myself laughing the yes. entire time. It's pretty great. But he's yeah, he's known for comedy, and so I was like, that's weird that he's directing this movie. But um yeah so it looks I think someone described that this movie is supposed to be like a uh, a buddy road trip movie oh yeah through starring, space yeah yeah <laughs> through space with Thor and the Hulk which I'm okay with yeah I'm definitely okay with that oh hell yeah and Jeff Goldblum 
dude. <laughs> drop, drop, dropping. Drop just dropping, dropping. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum wafers. Oh, he's he's green and and big. Must go faster. Must go faster. Must go faster. <laughs> dude, love me some Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Um, Immediate points, dude. What, what is that website that he that he advertises for now? Oh, uh, there's a website. Yeah, like like apartment rental websites that he he, he oh, plays a scare. Oh, it's 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 the best worst thing ever. Uh, have you seen his commercial with for the wink? No, the, the the wink uh light bulbs and it's like it's one of the greatest ads because he's like that way you can light your piano room which is coincidentally also your hot tub room and he's in a hot tub playing a piano. Oh god, <laughs> and it's and it's awesome because he's like that's right, he's super old now but like awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so also in this trailer we see like a, a scene with Loki. It looks like he's charging. I wonder what's going on with that. I wonder what's going on with Loki. Because Loki's supposed to be posing as Odin. That's supposed to be like, you know, who, who's supposed to be like trapped on Earth in like a homeless man clothes. Yeah. So I wonder what's going on with that. And also, um, supposedly Doctor Strange is supposed to be in this movie too. Interesting. So. Wait, more Anthony Hopkins. Though. More Anthony Hopkins. We just can't get can't, away from him. Can't get away from this Can't dude. get away from that guy. <laughs> um, I'm wondering. So. My big thing has been, like, how are they going to tie all of this into, you know, their big Avengers Infinity Gauntlet tie-in movie, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if it's Bruce Banner. So, like, it, for those of you who have never read um, the Infinity Wars or whatever the hell it's called. I can't remember. My brain's off right now. Um, it starts with Silver Surfer rocketing down to Earth, crashing into Doctor Strange's house. And Doctor Strange is like, what the hell's going on? And he goes... Thanos is coming, passes up, and it all just goes from there. Um, Adam Warlock shows up. Actually, Gamora shows up at some point. Like all these characters start showing up. They start preparing for um, the big fight that's about to happen. I'm wondering if, because they obviously cannot use Silver Surfer, because Marvel Cinematic Universe does not have him, if it's either Thor it, or Bob. Bruce Banner that plummet to Earth and say that line. Yeah, because I always assumed it was going to be like Rocket or um, Star Lord, hmm. and Star Lord I think is no Star Lord's not supposed to be in this movie. They're supposed to be in, and I don't remember what it, which move who's supposed to be in what, which peanut butter is supposed to be in which chocolate. But <laughs> someone is like there. The, I saw a picture of like, oh maybe it was actually the Avengers movie. That I'm thinking about it because it was uh, Tony Stark, it was Robert Downey Jr. with Chris Pratt. And someone else. So maybe it was. It was. Uh, there was a promo that when it was. Um, what's his name? The Doo Spider Man. Tom Holland. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yep, it was yep. those three. Yep. Yep. You're right. I know that promo. Yep. I'm with you. Oh, and um, you thank you, Adam, from chat right now. He's saying apartments.com is the Apartment Jeff Goldblum stuff. Fantastic. He plays like a a, a technology like mogul <laughs> who's invented apartments.com. Oh man. Also, there's a great uh, short film, a little short film on somewhere you can probably find it on YouTube. That's uh, Gold Blooms. Gold about Blooms. Jeff Gold. Oh god. Yeah, and it's Jeff Goldblum talking to a friend of his, and sending him to a web, a, a, a sorry, a, a restaurant called Gold Blooms, where Jeff Goldblum plays all of the people that work there. We should just send a Jeff Goldblum cast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but then we'd have to talk about uh, Independence Day resurgence. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Strangely, not the worst movie I saw last year, though. Really? Yeah. What would you call the worst new movie? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. I'd have to. I'd have to go <laughs> through the list of things that we we covered last year and see that. But bad. that was not it. 
I'll tell you that. That was not it. That was not it. Um, so ultimately, <clears throat> like this trailer got me really pumped. Um, I'm wondering, though, if it's becoming too formulaic, you know, with like the mm. classic rock and like the, the fun action and like if they're trying too hard to make a Guardians of the Galaxy, trying to copy that again. Yeah. Because the Thor's always had an identity crisis in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Uh, the first movie had showed some promise from the trailers and kind of did, didn't deliver a little too forced on the Natalie Portman stuff. The second movie I thought was a lot better. Um, yeah, still, like, it wasn't the best one. No, I no, no. Say, I mean, none of the Thor movies are are the best ones, um, but they're not the worst either. Like, I yeah. I enjoyed Thor one and two a lot more than I enjoyed like Iron Man three, for example. Oh, I liked Iron no, Man. No, I did not like Iron Man. I was I so know. disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed, so bummed. Like there's a point where he's just like James Bonding it and not in an Iron Man suit. And I was like, I am paying you money so he can do this in an Iron Man suit. But then the end happened. And then what, where he swore he would Man never suits. be Iron Man ever again. And then he's been and an then, Iron Man in every single movie past. Or That is very true. <laughs> You're correct. Um, one thing I was going to say, what I liked about Iron Man 3 was that it wasn't he didn't just fight another dude in an Iron Man costume. Like just another just giant Iron Man costume. Yeah. I was like, all right, props for kind of branching out from your enemies. That's true. That's true. Um, but I don't know. That was that was the same thing I liked about Doctor Strange. Was like, you know, the big bad wasn't just another person that had identical powers. No, him. that'll that'll be the next movie. Yeah. Womp <laughs> womp. Yeah. I, sp- I spoke too soon. Yeah. Damn it. But I mean, I, I think Thor has been pretty good with it with the enemies though in that front. Because the first enemy was really Loki. I mean, they're always really Loki, but like what he fought was the Destroyer, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, he fought the Doctor, which was even yeah. better. Christopher Eccleston. Now it's time for, I mean, I think it's time for Loki to come back. He's been missing for oh, quite yeah. some time. Yeah. I mean, we see him in this, right? He's doing some action-y things because he's wearing a slightly different costume. Uh, maybe he's trying to get Thor back because maybe it's one of those mentalities of, well, if I can't kill him, you can't kill him. So he's going to get him from um, from hell and, you know, we'll see what happens. Could be. Only time will tell, my friend. Only time will tell, which brings us to. Oh, you sly bitch. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to actually end up doing this because there's no actual video for this yet. Um, yet yet so you're gonna see the vlc logo which is great you're welcome (laughs) secret question time mr orange cone and there it is we meet again there it is my nemesis um so (laughs) this week we talked about a lot of a lot of really cool things we talked about some um some news what we're playing um, we talked about Jude Law as young Dumbledore, Josh Brolin cast as Deadpool, uh, cast as, as Deadpool, that'd be crazy, cast as... <laughs> in Deadpool. Uh, in as Deadpool 2 as Cable, <laughs> something that's been teased for quite some time. Um, what my secret question is, is a little simple, and I'm not stalling at all because I don't have it formulated yet because it's about five minutes earlier than I normally... Have. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was, I don't know, the rest of the book. Um, we're talking about things that are coming up. Out of everything that we've talked about tonight, what's the one thing that if you could have it tomorrow, what would it be and why? It's got to be Thor, man. Thor? It's got to be Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I'm stoked about that. 
because um, I'm a big fan of uh, the whole Marvel thing. Marvel has yet to completely let me down. They have yet to let me down at all with uh, the whole MCU. Really? There's been some that have been there's been some that have been better than others, but there's not been one that have been like I don't like that. Really? Yeah. What do you? Which? What movie have you been like? I just straight up don't like that. Iron Man three. Iron Man three. I mean, like Iron Man three. Um, I don't hate it, but I was kind of let down by Captain America: First Avenger. Like it was cool, but like I just didn't like that they montaged the whole war. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. I think they rushed that. I think I would have liked um, that movie as two movies, really. Just like, you know, so you actually got to care about Bucky before he died. <laughs> and I, I think they realized the misstep they took when in every single time they referenced the Winter Soldier, they have to have some sort of exposition to remind you who the hell he is and why he's That's so important true. to Steve Rogers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, like, I see that time as Marvel still establishing their kind of... Um, their feel, their their real like um, themes that they have behind there. Yeah. Because like if you look at the very first one, Iron Man had a very clear direction. Um, then we had the Incredible Hulk, um, which was it was all right. Again, like I yeah. enjoyed it. It wasn't the greatest. No. Um, and then uh, Captain America. So those three were shot very close to each other. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really too much tie-in between there. Um, and it wasn't really until they hit, by the time they hit Avengers, was really where they established, okay, this is the field that we're going to have for these movies. Right. And then pretty much after Avengers, it had a pretty solid um, kind of streamlined um Yes, con- congruity, congruence, whatever they all, yeah. everything kind of had Big a similar word. feel. Yep. Yeah, um, so like I don't fault them; they were still kind of feeling their foots because then like Winter Soldier comes out, and that's like the Russos freaking killed it with that, and had that's arguably one of the greatest, the best Marvel movies that we've gotten is Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, so you know, it was early on. They were still finding their footing. Yeah, it wasn't why wow, the first Captain America wasn't the greatest. I don't think it was bad. It just wasn't up to par. It just wasn't as good as the other ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would, I would kind of agree with that. I guess then. Sorry, I'm making a, I'm making something for all of our fans over out in internet land who are actually watching right now. <laughs> oh my God, it's upside down, but you have to deal with it. Upside down question marks. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's uh, Winter Soldier is definitely probably one of the one of the best, at least top five Marvel movies for me right now. Um, yeah, what's the what's what's the top of your list, man? Guardians for sure. Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians. number one. Um, I really enjoyed. It's not top of the list, but I did really enjoy the Incredible Hulk fight at the end, the monster fight. It was just super satisfying to see a Hulk movie <laughs> where he's actually fighting another monster and crushing buildings. Um, that's true, but uh, again, it was like the Hulk fighting another Hulk. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, like, that's actually like when you're talking about Hulk villains, the Abomination is one of get. the first ones that I think of too. So, like, I can that's true, I can definitely understand that. I um, I think I like the even though that was a decent fight, I think I like the Hulkbuster versus Hulk uh fight better, really, yeah, than that one. Yeah, that's I guess fair. it was. Mainly, again, because I'm not a big fan of the cookie cutter fight one guy versus the same thing. But um, so it was kind of broke the mold and I felt like was a little more fun and drawn out yeah. than the Abomination fight. Yeah, that's fair. Doctor Strange is up there for me, too, actually, in all honesty. Yeah, that was that, that was one that I went out and bought. I was like, I need this movie in my life. I'm, I'm going to need the Blu-ray DVD digital combo. 
Oh, I have all of them. All of them, really? Yeah, yeah I don't have all of them. There, there were some that I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can do without you. Um, I haven't got it yet, but Civil War is up there, too. Civil War, I, you know, Civil War was one. Again, I liked it, but it wasn't, I didn't think it. Uh, it was just too oversaturated for me. There was so much stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. And like, my thing is, like, I was kind of mad when I watched it because I was like, you know, this is the best interpretation of Spider-Man. <laughs> it was not even you, a Spider-Man movie. But you could have just removed him from the story oh, totally altogether and it would have made zero difference. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I just liked, I don't know, I guess, maybe, oh, uh, Ant-Man. So I guess mine would be, now that I'm really yeah, thinking Ant-Man's about it, Guardians, Ant-Man, Winter Soldier... Ant-Man and Winter Soldier are interchangeable for me. Yeah. Um, it just kind of depends what kind of mood I'm in. Um, <laughs> Civil yeah, Hulk War. Dogs. What? We're getting the chat. Someone's saying Hulk dogs. Not that Hulk. No, dude, we the don't talk about Hulk. that anymore. Ang Lee. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't get <laughs> someone. You, you like you have to know that was going to be a bad movie <laughs> when the, the actor's name is Eric Banna playing Bruce Banner. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it sounds oh. the same. That's close enough. That's what we're gonna do. That movie was Garbaggio. Yeah, I'm really that. That movie felt like a U Bowl movie. Like that's right? how bad it was. <laughs> I I remember I was working in the movie theaters at at that time, and I was like, I saw it early, and I was disappointed with it. And then there, like, I managed to time it to the point where the only cool scene, which was the one where he breaks the dog's jaw by growing, I would just like, go in and I'd watch <laughs> that on my break and be like, okay, that's all I need from this movie. Ugh. We're all set. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, when they pulled out Edward Norton and were like, "Okay, he's gonna have a set size." Yeah, that pleased me. Oh yeah, that was great. I I like, <laughs> I like that. I like how he looked in the Edward Norton version a lot more than he looks in in the Avengers movies now. Yeah, eh, I can see it. I can see it. It's just two different in- interpretations of the character. Yeah, you know, I thought in Avengers two was more similar to the Edward Norton version than um than the first Avengers. Yeah, you're right, but it was still just like I don't know. He's a little more grounded. Yeah, he's he's in you know in in the first Hulk movie or not the first Hulk movie in the Avengers he's more of a monster type, which I guess is kind of fair because they're playing up that whole is he man or is he monster is he hero or is he villain kind of thing, um, <laughs> versus in you know, the Incredible Hulk he was just like you know I think at one point. Someone said, like, the power is just beautiful out of him. So they did make him kind of like Fabio Hulk, I guess. Yeah, um, that's true. But the direction was great in the beginning of that movie where he's, like, in this, the soda um, industry park thing, whatever. Yeah. And then he's just yeah. hiding in the shadows and throwing dudes out from the shadows. That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. That's crazy. The horror movie aspect. Yeah. Took some uh, took some tips from uh, Sam Raimi in that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, so, uh, of the things that we talked about, what about you? What do you think? I I, I want to. I mean, obviously, Transformers last night. Yeah. No. Just, uh, um, <laughs> it's a tie between Deadpool two and Thor. I think. Yeah. Because I really like Deadpool one. Um, I'm curious to see what happens with it because I know the director left due to creative differences between him and um. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, because it sounded it sounded to like the director from Deadpool one wanted to make Deadpool two not quite as tongue in cheek and actually have a little bit more of a purpose to it and make it a little more artsy sounding kind of but still have that humor. Where Ryan Reynolds was like, nope, all dick and fart jokes. This is what made it work. This is what we have to do. We really still have to prove ourselves. Um, but they both agree that Cable had to be in it. So yep. you know, 
therein lies Josh Brolin. Um, dun, dun, dun. I really want to see if it disappoints me or if it delivers. I have a feeling it won't deliver quite as well as the first one because it's going to be such a hard success to duplicate. Yeah, yeah. It's also going to be weird that they're going to have they're probably going to have whatever amount of money they want to make this movie. Yeah, I wonder if that'll go right to their head. Yeah, that's probably going to be a thing. I would love if it's like similar to like, you know, in terms of budget to the first one. And then the very last scene, they spend all of the rest of the budget on it <laughs> and have like a ridiculous thing going like fireworks and like gold eagles and just like every single overpaid actor in Hollywood on the screen for like a single line and just like a, <laughs> a freaking explosion of awesomeness. Yes. That would be great. James McAvoy, wheelchair racing, Patrick Stewart, like that kind of stuff. Backwards. Backwards. Through time. <laughs> through time. <laughs> Going 88 miles an hour through time. Um, I'm also curious to see what Jude Law does with the Dumbledore role. Because he can't yeah. just like, he can't, that's not something you can just watch like the Harry Potter movies and go, I'm going to copy that. But younger. Because like Dumbledore's whole thing is he's like an old wise dude. Yeah. Like everything about him says that in the movies anyway. Like I I have not read the books. Uh well, in the books he's kind of he's pretty careless and pretty reckless as a uh, as a youngin. Oh, really? Yeah, so he the whole thing is that like he and Grindelwald were like were pretty getting into hmm. some some dark ish uh early on. Hmm. So like we're gonna see we're gonna see a whole different Dumbledore. The reason Dumbledore's the way he is is because he was such a like messed up younger he learned the guy. hard way yeah he learned the hard way of what happens so yeah it's pretty interesting he is not what you would call a good influence on youngins no 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 not at all now i kind of wish a, it was like david Tennant playing him um i feel like david Tennant would be over the top i feel like it, we need to see a more reserved Version Whoa. while David David Tennant is great. David Tennant's great at doing very over the top roles. Well, as I copy him. Well, uh, Jessica. Jessica. Well, what about uh, Broadchurch? I don't know. I've never seen. Broadchurch, yeah, there you go. So, so everything I've seen him in, and by everything I've seen him in, I mean like two minute clips of Doctor Who and, <laughs> and then Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. He's he's great at doing over the top, but he can do a little serious stuff too. But I don't know. I think I just, I just want to see David Tennant and everything. I think. Yeah, you. Would. I think when I watch something and David Tennant's not in it, it just it just loses a point, a little bit of a star for me, a little bit of a point of a star. <laughs> it's just the difference between that. Um, I don't know. Like there was a lot of rumors for Dumbledore too, so we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. Maybe like will he try to mimic the accent? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. Because there has to be some think... of that, like, you know, continuity going on. Like, accents just don't change quite like that. But I don't think he really has an accent. He just kind of sounds like... Just wise. Older, <laughs> old wise. Yeah. His accent like old is wise old. Dude. So you pretty much have, like, a wide open book of, like, how you're going to play this dude. Because... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess even as an older dude, he's pretty reckless, like, going off to take care of the Horcruxes on his own. Right. So, like, I don't know. Dumbledore is... A, He's like a hidden flaw. It's a read between the lines flaw mm. type of deal. And you hear more about it in like the last book where Harry realizes like Dumbledore was kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
he's like dude he freaking left me with all this shit to do and didn't actually tell me what like where to go what the hell oh god (laughs) that's yeah your homework is to read harry potter I, i tried to I think I have the first book digitally and I just never it's like I, I just can't read like I had this goal for myself where I was going to read all of the Dark Tower series books before the Dark Tower yeah. movie came out and I made it about a hundred and something pages into the first book and you want to know what happened he went into a hotel and slept with the barmaid in 120 pages. Oh, that's weird. That's what happens in the first Harry Potter too. It's <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. So weird. It's like I just skipped the first 120 pages of that. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot to mention this in news. I meant to write it down, and I'm glad that we're still on and still have about a couple minutes left to talk about. Did you know that Nintendo is discontinuing the NES Classic? Yeah. What the, what balls, the fuck? Man. I didn't even get one. Ugh. I will, I'm wondering if they're like if they're trying to push Switch sales. Um, oh. because so like I wonder if they if they're realizing the success of how well that sold they actually said in uh, a few articles in their press release saying that they actually did more shipments of that because it was selling so well but um, they might be cannibalizing their digital market for virtual console I don't know though because like the switch would sell just fine if they fucking released enough consoles out there yeah, that's true. Um, but it would. I'm wondering if they realize how successful that was and want to do an overhaul and add more titles to the virtual console, um, which would then give like incentivize people to get the Switch more, um, Maybe. and to really participate in the digital um, and getting digital copies of these games. Maybe, but like, like I'm I'm sure that's where their heads at. But like, it's two different consumers. Like, they're, they're all but, Nintendo fans, but, like, so the difference is between, like, I bought the Switch, like, because, yeah. you know, I just want to play Zelda on the fucking couch and not have to, like, sit in a weird <laughs> position. Um, I don't really have, I, I have any, I'm, I want, if, if it was an NES Classic and they were, like, 60 bucks, I'd be like, all right, shut up, take my money. But, like, I, I'm yeah. not, like, out there looking for one. My brother, on the other hand, is the opposite. <laughs> Um, yeah. he's not much of a gamer, but he has fond nostalgic memories of the NES classic and like, you know, as playing and like having a good time. So he really wants that. And I thought for sure I'd be able to get him one for his birthday because like, you know, they came out last fucking year. So why wouldn't it be able to find yep. one now? Um, so I think that they're, they're hurting themselves and like, you know, you, you get those, those gamers back or those, those adults that were once kids that grew up on Nintendo, you get them back by releasing the NES classic and then maybe they buy the switch. Because maybe they go, you know what? I really like the original Zelda. What's it doing now? And then maybe he comes over to my house and he plays a little bit and he goes, no, this is a lot of fun. Maybe I want my own. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe the, I'm just crazy. Will, maybe it's Maybelline. That's right. Maybe she's born maybe with Maybe it's it. Maybelline. Uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, all valid. But I, you know, I actually, I'm very curious to see how how much they put into the virtual console for the Switch. Yeah. I'm hoping for because I feel like there's a lot of titles that are still missing that oh, yeah. would sell really well. Well, the the Switch like marketplace is pretty barren right now. Yeah. In all honesty, um, I might get the the Blaster Master remake because I love that mm. game as a kid. That game was phenomenal. <laughs> Did you ever play that one? No. So you are a kid who loses his frog, and you find a giant war tank. And an exosuit. And you go in a murderous rampage through evil aliens to save your frog. I'm into it. 
It doesn't already. make any fucking sense. A lot of <laughs> like looking looking back on it, like a lot of games that I liked as a kid are so weird and make so little sense. Um, like Kirby, an amorphous blob that sucks things <laughs> like, in and can absorb their powers. Exactly like Kirby or um, <laughs> uh, little little Nemo Dream Master. You ever play that one? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, no, but I know what that one. Yeah. Is. Crazy, ridiculous. Uh, speaking of crazy, ridiculous things, that's it. We're going to call it now before we go on even hey. more tangents. That has been, or that has been, this has been issue number 95 of the Bad Howdy Funky Podcast. Our first ever funky news update is what I'm calling it. And I'm sticking hey. to it. Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, and right here on twitch.tv slash Bad Coyote Funky. Feel free to leave us uh, any sort of, you know, like rating, review, whatever on what was formerly known as iTunes podcast, now Apple Podcasts. They changed the name. Yeah. And they didn't jerks. even consult me. Those jerks. They they actually did ask me I was supposed to pass it on. Oh, gee. This is this is why we can't have nice things. I know. Oh I know. Sorry. That's, that's I'll never fine. be CEO. And now on Google Play. Before you know it, they'll be calling that Google work. Any memo from Google? <laughs> uh not yet, but uh <laughs> The mail's been sometimes, <laughs> but it's but we got a stack of actual letters we have to go through. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> mostly those. <laughs> um. So yeah. So guys, thank you so much for deciding to hang out with us tonight. Uh, the week of I don't even know what day it is. It's somewhere sometime in April. We will see you next time, or we will see you another time, or never. This is what Serge gets for leaving us alone. <laughs> this is what they all get. Never again. Never again. They go off and have wonderful, most exciting nerd times of all times. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. All right, and we're out. Okay.